0: Hey, welcome to How to Write a Novel. So I was, uh, found this little weird thing on YouTube, just something I stumbled across. This guy, I can't remember his name, Andrew Heath, maybe? Anyway, if you search for how to write a novel in three weeks, <laughs> then, uh, or 30 days or whatever, his thing comes up. I thought this guy was kind of interesting because he only has a few YouTube videos and they're super regimented plans for different things. Like how to write, most of it's writing, like how to write a short story in an hour or whatever. How to write a research paper. Then he has one of how to clean an extremely messy house. Which I just, like, it's just neat. It's like, here's the steps, here's the stages you should do it in. And I like that kind of stuff. I like having things broken down like that. It's interesting. I, uh, I mean, I think I do that too, of for me, it is, you know, the, uh, there are rules, like, here are the rules to writing, as far as I'm concerned. Like, you need to write every day, but that you shouldn't push yourself too much on each given day. And even just the way, you know, outlines and using your old notes, but then knowing when to go off route. I mean, I guess I'm kind of solidifying the rules as I go, as I make this podcast. And the ultimate arbiter will be the end of the road. When I either have a sweet book or a big piece of shit. So yeah, stuff like that's kind of interesting, but, uh, but this, this thing that keeps coming up with people that want to be writers and that are seeking writing advice or that are doling out writing advice. So much of it is based on speed and on daily output. Obviously, How to Write a Novel in 30 Days is hugely based on trying to crank stuff out. And it basically boils down to have an extremely thorough outline. And then he's like, you know, I mean, a story, it's really just a series of short stories. Just think of each chapter as a short story and just write 45 short stories back to back to back to back. And there you go, you have a novel. Which is such a weird way to think about writing, and such a weird way to approach stuff. But then, uh, I also came across, I mean I've been coming across this for fucking, I don't know, 18 years or something. I can't remember when I first heard of National Novel Writing Month, NaNoWriMo. But I thought it was absurd when I first heard about it, way back in like 2000, 2001. And all these years later, it's just as absurd. I just don't get it. So the idea with National Novel Writing Month is to try to write a whole novel in a month. And it forces you to have to write a certain number of words each day. And you know, you're not supposed to, it's like to break you out of the habit of caring about what you're writing, of just to break those mental blocks. Like you just gotta keep writing. You just gotta keep pushing and i mean people just seem to be so into this thing i mean it's one of the more visible aspects of like the online writing culture people talk about it all the time people discuss it hey congratulations you made it you succeeded you completed NanoRimo. you wrote a novel or you failed try again next year here's some techniques that might help you and it just seems so dumb. (laughs) Like, I just don't get it at all. These things that people consider the benefit, the bonus of it, I don't see the upside. I don't see the value. I mean, I have gotten a lot of value out of free writing, you know, out of writing without an outline and trying that, of let's just write every day off the top of my head and see what happens. It's never ultimately paid off. But it's good practice. Like, it's always good to to have done something. It really is... it just feels so much more solid. Like, that's in my toolkit now. That's something I know I can do. So, in the case of writing now, where I generally have an outline that I follow, or I fall back on the notes that I gathered before I started writing the story, and fashion things from there, if none of that's working, it's like it's good to know that, yeah, I can totally go off the track. I can totally go off the trail and just free-write for a while till I get to the next goal post. And maybe I'll never get to the next goal post. Maybe things will just go off and they'll just keep going off. And I feel much more confident that that is something I can do, that that's a tool I've got, because I've done it before. But even when writing something with no plan, just writing each day, I still didn't put a word limit on it. I still just wrote each day till I felt satisfied. I just made sure I did it every day. I didn't put the, the clamps on of like, you gotta write X number of words. And I just, like, the more I think about that, I just, I hate that. I hate that idea. <laughs> like, fundamentally, deep down, I hate it. Even like when I first heard of NaNoWriMo, Immediately, my first thought was, why isn't this National Short Story Writing Month? And I remember I was gonna make my own competing thing in like, when is it, October, November, that they do that, November, I think. Back in like 2001, I had a whole thing all, I wrote out my little manifesto about it, about why I think National Novel Writing Month is dumb. And here's my competing proposal. Why not spend that month just writing a short story? and dedicate yourself to this one short story every day for the month. And once you've finished writing it, then revise it. Revise it every day, every day for the whole month. Sit down with this thing, read it over, and just like tighten it up as much as you can. And at the end of the month, you might have a real kick-ass short story. And you're still establishing a daily habit. You're still sitting down and working on writing and thinking about writing every day. And it's interesting now to think back, 17 years later, I'm like, man, I still feel exactly the same way. Like, I have a clearer idea of why I feel that way, but it's like, yeah, I always felt that way. That just grinding out writing like it's a fucking meat grinder, you know? I hate it, I just hate the whole idea. It is so anathema to the point of writing, to the point of artistic endeavor even, of just any of this. Because to get real pie-in-the-sky about it, like what what is the hurry? Like what is this destination that a person is rushing toward? Why try to write a novel in three weeks, in four weeks, in whatever? Even if it's intended to be a bad novel, even if it's just intended as an exercise, why this neurotic exercise? What is the perceived goal? Where do you think you're trying to get to? And I mean, you can just like paint that brush across like the whole fucking of North American society. If you're at a red light and you just like are itching to turn to the point that you almost run someone over, just so you can stop at the next red light, like where do you think you're getting to? Where do you think you need to go? People that grind away at the office and slave away and just spend their whole lives working like crazy. Where do you think you're trying to get to? What is it you imagine you're trying to achieve? And, like, in the case of this guy with the how to write a novel in three weeks, he was really painting this picture of write this novel, self-publish it, then write another one, self-publish it, then write another one, self-publish it, and you can grind out a living. You can do this. You can be like the dime store novel guys back in the day that just, like, had to make something that you might pick up off of the shelf of your fucking... at the grocery store or whatever. Quality be damned. Just... just volume, just production. And man, I just feel like if that's what you're doing, if that's the life you're pursuing and that's the life you're leading, you really got to take another step back and figure out what the fuck is your mind is doing. Where, what is your, What do you think about life? What do you think about your place on this earth? What do you think the point of it is? Because you don't need to grind like that. You don't need to publish a book every month to pay your bills. If you do, then you have too many bills. Like you're living the wrong kind of life for the vocation that you have or that you have chosen. Like if you wanna have the life that you see everyone else having and you wanna have a big car and you wanna have a big house, maybe, yeah, maybe then you need to grind like crazy and just pump out shit. But, A, you don't need that life. That is not even a life appropriate to the vocation of being a writer. If it happens, hey, that's great. If you become Stephen King, good for you. But if that's the plan, that's a bad plan. You should go get a job as a fucking real estate redistributor. Whatever jobs are. Don't ask me. I don't know. But... Something that's not creative, not, like, to take a creative field and treat it like a meat grinder is just perverse. It's just weird. You made up that that's how it has to be. Like, I have to. I have to just pump out this stuff, man. I have to write like crazy. It's the only way to cover my bottom line. Then you need a different bottom line, my friend. (laughs) Like, what are you fucking talking about? If you want to live the artist's life, if you want to walk the warrior's way... You can't just have the same life as everybody else who's pushing papers. Like it just, they don't go together. Don't make up this version of life just to justify why you have to ruin yourself by cranking out bullshit. I believe I said A earlier, and I don't know what B was gonna be. I think B was in that rant. <laughs> Whatever, anyway, to reel it back in a little bit, To. To sort of examine how I feel and like how I've I've, what I've learned about myself, about how I've realized why I feel this way is like filler. Filler writing, it's just trash. There's no reason, there's no need. It's worth nothing, it's valueless. If you're trying to partake in this, just fuck off. (laughs) You know, there's no need for you, it's ridiculous. And I was thinking about why I hate that stuff so much, because you can just feel it. You can feel it in a movie, you can feel it in a book, you can feel it when you've hit that point where it's just like things are just kind of cruising. Nobody gave a shit about what is happening right now. It's just like filler. It's just in between shit. And it's gotten to the point where, it probably always was at the point, the whole fucking thing is just filler. There's nothing else there. And I just, man, I just hate that in my soul. I just hate it. Like, I love to find things that I, like, you know, vibe with, that I love the tone of, and then I want to stay there. I don't want to rush through it. It's another case of where do you think you're getting to? Like, why rush through reading a book? Why rush through watching a movie? Then it's done, and what, you just got to go find another one that's probably going to be shitty? Like, if you find something you like, don't rush. I fucking, I don't understand people that just consume stuff. Like, what are you getting out of this? What the fuck? Like, I was thinking how when the final volume of Scott Pilgrim came out, because like me and my friend Brad, we were down with Scott Pilgrim. Like we were of the few we knew about Brian Lee O'Malley already. So we were anticipating Scott Pilgrim. When it came out, we were excited. It wasn't something that we found later. We were just like, this is great. This guy's always been great. And this is his greatest work. So when the final volume came out. Man, I read it so slow. Like I would just read a page or two pages and just think about it, you know, put it in my pocket and not read anymore for an hour. It's, you know, go somewhere else. And just like, it took me forever to read that thing. And uh, just now I started rewatching Lost in Translation, which man, such a good movie, man, it holds up. But I'm watching it on my phone in like one minute increments because I don't want to get through it. Like that's not the point. That's not the point of anything not just of a meandering movie like lost in translation of anything there is nothing to be gained from getting to the end there just isn't like unless you're a little kid you've seen it all before whatever plot twist whatever fucking dumb event is gonna happen you've seen it and you're gonna see it a thousand more times So stop pretending that it matters. Stop pretending that it's important because it's nothing. It's not. That's not what's important. What's important is the moment. What's important is being in that moment. And I just, I feel like people don't fucking get this, (laughs) you know? I don't know. It's just like, I'm worked up today. This is weird. I drank too much coffee. But that feeling of wanting to be in the moment. That's what I realized that I also bring to the act of writing. Like getting to the end isn't the point. Having a finished book isn't the point. Submitting it isn't the point. If it gets published or doesn't get published, isn't the point. All of that stuff is secondary. All of that stuff comes after. Because the point is during the act of writing to be in that moment. No matter what the moment is, just whatever the current moment is, to be in that moment and to give everything you've got to that moment, to feel that moment and to express that moment so somebody else might feel that moment when they read it. That's it. That's the only point. If you're not doing that, you're fucking up. You're doing it wrong. And you can't do that if you're just trying to grind out words. It's impossible. The two things do not go together. And like I said, you can just feel it. You can feel it when you're reading and someone is just describing something because they feel like they need to describe it or they're just trying to get from A to C, so B is just a morass of boring bullshit. And I can very clearly feel that when I'm writing. If I get to a point where the next step is gonna be boring, is gonna be rote, is not gonna be something that is totally effective to me, if the next moment isn't a moment that I want to dwell on, or that I want to live inside of, that I want to inhabit, then that's the wrong moment. And I know this sounds like maybe putting too much pressure or whatever, just too much meticulous fucking OCD bullshit, but first off, if you're gonna be a writer, you should probably be a slightly weird person, or get the fuck out of here. If you're just a neurotypical boring person, this is not for you. And I do wonder that sometimes. Is the reason some people don't seem aware of this, is this because they never feel this? Do they just feel like they're writing the filler the whole fucking time? Because if that's how you feel, don't be a writer. Don't make people read what you're writing, because it's not worth anything. It's garbage. Get the fuck out of here. And that moment, like, it doesn't matter if it is a rote thing that's happening or it is a getting from A to B. If you dwell on it, it doesn't even take long, man, just dwell on it a bit, till you think of something, some angle, some way to describe it, some way to present it, that shows that you thought about this moment, that you spent a little time inside this moment before you present it. I was thinking of, like, Mickey Spillane books. I mean, Mickey Spillane books are all the same. It's always a rainy day in New York, and Mike Hammer is a fucking bruised-up guy who's kind of ugly but also kind of charming. He's walking through the fucking rain thinking about a body that he found and uh, wondering whose fingers he's gonna have to break. It's the same fucking story uh, like fucking 30 times, but it's always awesome because it didn't matter how many times Mickey Spillane wrote about the rainy day in the dirty city, He always inhabited that moment. He always thought about it. He's like, it doesn't matter that we're here again. I'm not just gonna say it in a boring way. I'm not just gonna present it in some way that's not compelling. I wanna be here. It's so clear he loved that character. He loved that setting. He loved that kind of story. He wanted to be there. That's the whole reason he wrote those books was because he wanted to be there and you could always feel how much he wanted to be there. And that's what you got to do for everything, every fucking moment. There cannot be a moment in your story that's not like that. Because if there is, slow down, take a step back, think it over, mess with it a bit today, and if it's not coming, wait till tomorrow. That's the only point. That's the only point in even trying to write fiction. It's the only fucking reason. Probably nonfiction too, I mean, I'm not especially versed in that. But the book I wrote about, that video game, The Last of Us, it was incredible how long it took. I couldn't believe how long it took me to write that. Because on the face of it, it's less abstract than writing fiction. I thought it would be easier, but I would only get a little bit every day, a little bit every day. And eventually it's like I kind of had to come to this realization of like, so what's happening here? Am I just failing every day? Am I just failing to hit my quota every day? Or is the idea of how much a person should write in a day just wildly blown out of proportion have people given me some expectation that's not realistic like if for two years I only get this little bit every day I just eventually realize like that's how much I write every day that's it because I would hit a point where I know what I'm writing is just not my best self is not my best stuff I'm not thinking it through. I'm not being clever anymore. I'm just trying to get to the next paragraph. And I stopped because I don't want to do that. If I don't want to write it, nobody wants to read it, you know? If I read it back and my mind starts drifting, delete. Gone. Edit that shit out. I just, I feel like this is not asking too much yet at the same time as like a radical opinion in this fucking sea of people that are just trying to crank out stuff. It's so fucking backwards. I mean, I've—it's—it's it's like it seems like the worst thing you could ever do. The worst kind of writing you could ever do is just trying to force it out of you. I don't know what this perceived benefit is supposed to be, but it's so pervasive and it's just so disgust, And it's—it just—it's—I don't understand. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> like I said earlier, like if you want to just free write and try it feel free but what's with the pressure what's with the pushing you gotta just slow down (laughs) you gotta take my current disposition and not act like this I feel fucking whacked out today man I got like a free coffee thing at Tim Hortons I didn't even use it got another coffee in the bank but I'm guessing I should not drink that today But just, man, okay, fuck it, Jesus, whatever, man, that's enough. But don't push. Don't push. I don't want to read your shit that you write when you push. No one wants to read it. You don't want to read it. You don't even have fun writing it. Don't do it. There's no reason. What's the hurry? Where do you think you're trying to get to? You're not trying to get anywhere. There's nowhere to get. You are already there. You're sitting down, you're writing, you're imagining a story, you're imagining a character, you're imagining a situation, you're already there. So be there. Be in it. Be in that moment and give me something from that moment that only you can. Because if you just are going to fucking skid past it, no one needs that. You don't need that. All right. Thank you very much for listening to today's rant. Since I was talking about Lost in Translation, let's listen to a song from that soundtrack, City Girl by Kevin Shields. Thank you very much. I will speak to you tomorrow.